The greatest wealth is to leave content with little. Plateau. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Hustle Show audio experience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And even if you didn't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast right now. It's still free. Visit thehustleshow.co for all the show notes and to watch the video experience of this episode. We'll see you soon. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to another episode of the Hustle Show. My name is Christian and I am the host of the Hustle Show. Thank you so very much for joining me today on episode 14. I am so grateful to have you here and to allow me to listen to the story that I'm going to share with you, which is amazing, incredible story from Daryl Stern. And it's truly amazing. He's experienced. He's been an entrepreneur for over 20 years already. You know, he started with web design back in the day when when it was all static HTML and, you know, very boring websites back then in the 96 when he started his company. But what it's truly inspired from him is that he's giving inbound marketing a very crazy twist because his background is in theater and, you know, he was doing voiceovers and he was acting and he was doing all this cool stuff. He transformed inbound marketing into a theatrical stage for his clients. So it's very interesting to hear his story and all the insight and tips that he shares. So this is a really cool episode. And he does share some really cool freebies for you that you can always go and and find at thehassleshell.co slash THS14. And there you can you can find the link, the show notes and everything to connect with Daryl, okay? And before we jump into our call with him, just want to make sure that if you're new to the show, I want to welcome you to this amazing community. It's already episode 14, and we're pre-recording this way ahead of time, but I'm still very pumped and excited to have you here. And if you're coming back, well, I truly appreciate you sticking around and listening to every story and every episode that we put out there every Monday and Thursday. So I really want to thank you for that. Thank you for for coming back and thank you for listening to the stories that we share as they are truly inspiring for me and I hope they're truly inspiring for you as well and they motivate you to take action and to go build your dreams and to keep growing as an entrepreneur and as a person, as a family member, as whatever you're doing, whatever your passion is, just just keep going, okay? So without further ado, let's jump in with Daryl Stern from sternstorming.com. All right, Hustler, so in today's episode, we have Daryl Stern. Welcome, Daryl. Hey, how are you doing? Doing great, man. Very pumped to have you here today. Yeah. I just, you know, I can't, I've been seeing your story and what you're doing. You're basically transforming what inbound marketing looks like. I mean, you're giving it a twist with your, you know, with your uh, theater background and all the the experience that you had as directing and acting. So I'm super excited to hear that story, man. How did you get involved? Well, yeah, it's going to be great to tell it. Sure. So how did it all started? How did Stern Storming started? What was what what is the story there, man? Well, I grew up in the theater. I was a shy kid and I and I started going to musical theater classes and then I had an agent, you know, in New York City. I would go in and audition for uh plays and musicals and TV commercials and all that. So two, you know, little fun facts about me. I was the voice of Scooter Computer on ABC Schoolhouse Rock, which were four little cartoons that they did about computers. This was the new thing, you know, in nineteen eighty-three. And then in, um, in high school, my first half of my sophomore year, I didn't go to public school. I went into New York City for the workshop for the Broadway production for the Broadway show Smile, which in that was the lady Jody Benson who sang in that and who went on to be the voice of Little Mermaid. So it's really funny when I go back and I'm like one degree away. I was in another play with Kelly McGinnis and all these other you know people that were that now went on to be like be famous and all that. So. Taking all that, in college, I got into playwriting and screenwriting and writing drama and actually directing full-scale theatrical productions. So then uh, going into this internet marketing world, you know, in the late 90s, I was working in corporate America and all that, doing website design, old-fashioned HTML. But then what I realized is, when they all, especially when this social media came about, is that marketing is theater, and marketing is the art of starting meaningful conversations. So to sum up, when people ask me, well, do you use Facebook or Twitter or you know websites or SEO and all that? It's like, yeah, those are all tools. Just like, you know, this is the phone. You pick up the phone and this is a tool. But when I use the phone, you don't you, you don't call me a phone expert. Three quarters of the population of the world knows how to post something on Facebook. So I say, no, what we really want to do is put on a full scale theatrical production 
that will make people honestly believe and hope that you are the solution to their specific problem. So that's just the beginning of it, but that's a chunk, you know, to wish, wish you up to today. Right, right. It's it's fascinating to me to when you're looking at everybody's doing the same and you're trying to step, you know, get yourself out of the box and start thinking out of the box. I think you nailed it, man. You know, it, I'm intrigued. I want to hear more. I want to hear, you know, you know, what's the behind the scenes of Daryl and and all this stern storming going on on social media. And, you know, you're all over the place. So I'm super excited to have you here. Well, sure. Um, stern storming. Uh, and because I love the brainstorming and writing process of just writing out copy and ideas and scripts and things for blogging and video blogging and, and social media and all of that. So I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, you know, out of all this, making the websites and posting the social media and making the memes and making videos and all that, I really like the brainstorming part of it. Just this collaboration of let's just, let's just jam out on these ideas. And he turned to me and said, you mean the stern storming? And that was it. You know, then I all of a sudden I had a brand name for like sitting down. So what that did was that throughout my free consultation. In other words, now, like I just say, let's do a stern storming session. And what's going to happen in that is uh, how it's set up is that there's a there's a couple different spreadsheets that I use that I created. And one is called features, benefits, needs, desires and patterns. So I'll get into that in a bit. But the, but the bottom line is most people are always talking about their features, how long they've been in business, they really love their clients, or I, I, I do this, I do that, look at me, blah, 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 but I don't care. I wanna know what the benefit is in the aftermath of having done business with you. Then if you reverse engineer that, okay, if, if all these people you have helped and bam, you know, they're over here now. Well, what did they tell you at the beginning was their need, like their urgent need, like I'm fed up, Christian, I want to change this around. I want, I want something different. Can you help me? How do they describe that? Their desire, which is their hope for the long run, which is, okay, I'm here, but in a year or two, like if you would coach me or help me or I join your program or buy your whatever service, I'll be there. And patterns and patterns are things that you see out there in the world that you go, why are people always doing this this way? Like they should not be doing it that way. So in that writing jam, and figuring all that out, that then becomes the pattern for writing the perfect inbound uh, marketing campaign. The other part of that is content marketing, but I'll get into that in a bit, which is all the blogging and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. And for... So you got to interrupt me and ask me another question. No, yeah, that's it's all good, man. And for everybody that is listening that is not familiar with inbound marketing, it's basically the opposite of, of pushing. I mean, you're basically creating content to attract them. So that's what it is. And that's what we're talking about right now. And... And, um, you know, I know you've been web designing and everything related since 96, which I know that was way, you know, a whole, a whole design era back. So was that your first business or was it always been, um, you know, stern storming or how, what's the story there? Has it been evolving in any way or did you always came up oh, with yeah. this idea? Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of people, it's really funny when people say, well, it takes five years, you know, to start a business and all that. Uh, I'm in this, you know, 20 years and it's only been in the last four or five years that I really like clicked in and, and taken off and started and pushed into a, you know, a six figure business and all of that. So uh, the two things that I always say in marketing or in business are consistency and persistence. People say, well, how do you do it? Or how long does it take? Or how many should I do? Or, you know, what, like as if there's an end process to it. And a lot of times I ask someone, well, how long do you want to run this business? How passionate, how committed are you to your idea of having your business? And if they're not really that committed to it, then how can it work? The other thing that I say is, okay, well, if they say, yeah, I'm really committed. Oh God, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I'm going to retire, pass it along to my kids. Oh my God. I said, well, that's how long we need to market this, right? But we have to, in that marketing, to market what you do, you have to tell people what you do and you have to tell them over and over and over again, but in different creative ways. You can't just have five videos or three blogs or whatever it is and just keep, you know, Facebooking those out or marketing those over and over again. So the greatest thing that happens when I when I talk to people is they'll say, there's a thousand ways I can help you. Like there's a thousand problems I can solve. I say, okay, well, then there's a thousand different marketing campaigns we need to run. And marketing is an experiment in communication. So one thing that we think is 
brilliant. Oh my God. We have pictures of my cat in it and it's going to go viral. I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, that will might fall on its flight, uh, flat on its face, where something else that we just kind of did in passing that I thought was okay, all of a sudden that hit a nerve. And if you're measuring all that, you get to see, well, you know, what works and what didn't. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of what you just said. You know, it's not, it's not a, a we can't, you know, there's no guarantee that in a year your business is going to explode. There's no such thing as, okay, well, how, how long is it going to take? Well, it's going to take you from now until you close your door. I mean, because this is ongoing. Right. This is never going to end. Right. So I, I, mm -hmm. I love what you're doing and, and I love the message you're, you're, you're sharing here. I mean, 20 years is, uh, it's, it's a journey, man. I know, I know there's ups and downs and I know there's entrepreneurial mountains and valleys and, you know, you go through all these craziness. So how has that been in your, in your journey? Well, it's been our, it's been our, it's been a roller coaster. I mean, sometimes uh, one thing that I, that I tell people sometimes is that, you know, everybody wants to make a lot of money and they want to be six figures or a millionaire or a billionaire or whatever. And I say, well, why don't you concentrate on saving money? Here's where I'm going with that. If you, if you start off and you say, well, I'm going to live frugally and I'm going to live on a budget and I'm only going to, you know, expand, um, maybe I'll expand. I'll start making more money but I'm, I'm still going to live like I only make this much money. Then you start to have that buffer zone where then you can one day take a trip all over the world or, you know, or have some time off or invest in something new or whatever. But if you're always, if you're expanding, but then as you're expanding, you hire people and you do this and, you know, and it, and it goes like that, <laughs> you know, you make $200,000 in a year, but you spent 198. It is not the same thing. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Making $2,000 in a month. So it, it, it's been difficult. The, my not forte is finance and numbers. I absolutely stink at math. I hate you know, numbers and all that. Right. So that's one big thing that I outsource. And oh my God, the, the financial advisors and the CPAs and the different people that I've hired have just not done a very good job of it. You know, making me an S corp going back and the books are all wrong. I got to hire somebody else and all this kind of stuff. So be sure, know that there's more, there's like 21 pillars in a, your business, right? There's a service that you provide, there's advertising, there's marketing, but there's also finance and accounting and payroll and bookkeeping and all of these other things that have to be in there. So early on, you know, connect with people and ask around, like, who do you trust, you know, in that area? Because there has to, everything has to kind of be in balance, you know, so otherwise you're just going to going around in uh in circles you're always getting somewhere with your new experiences but still you're you know spiraling upward always yes absolutely and you know that's that's extremely true uh you know if you don't have the right people in your team and doing exactly what they need to do you're going to struggle and that could potentially affect you in the long run and you could even you know shut your business because it's it's the ripple effect you know something small it just quadruples yeah, so I wanted to, I wanted to talk about hustle, right? Because hustle has become, uh, you know, kind of a hip term. Everybody, you know, you got to stay on the hustle. We're on the hustle and all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of other people that say, well, I don't hustle now. You know, like I'm above hustling. So first off, let's, let's look at the herb. I actually looked up, you know, in the Urban Dictionary, like what hustle means. And cool. hustle really means to do whatever it takes to get where you want to go. I mean, and really like whatever it takes, meaning things that are, you're at rock bottom. You got to go work the streets at night or whatever, you know, you're out on the hustle. So it kind of has a negative connotation really of being like something that, that now it's hip, you know, we're all hip now we're hustlers or something like that, but really it has a negative connotation. So I wanted to break that down, you know, to change the, the, the thinking about it. There are some things that you do need to constantly be doing in your business. We can call it hustling, but there's some things that you need to constantly be doing. One is always marketing yourself, always broadcasting yourself, always coming up with new media and new ideas and constantly coming up with those ideas. If you're stuck on that, you go stern storming with me. We can come up with hundreds of them. But the other part is this, always be prospecting. Prospecting is, is, is going out there and finding leads, finding people that just might be a little interested in what you're doing and keeping track of all those contacts because out of that group, you know, some people are going to become your clients. Some people then can upgrade and become bigger clients. Always be doing that. Because a big thing that happened to me in the past two years was that I hustled at first. I was out at networking meetings. I was, I was all over Denver. 
And then my business exploded. I hired five people. I was doing all this work, but I always put my clients work first. So what happened was I stopped going to networking meetings. I stopped writing my blog. I stopped doing all this stuff for like three years because I was just doing the client work. I wake up in the morning. I got to get this client work done. I've got to work for these other people. Great for them, you know, and great for my reviews and reputation. But then all of a sudden, if you're putting all your eggs into five baskets and for whatever reason, one client gets sick, one decides to go shut down the business for whatever other reason or whatever it is, you end up on a breathalyzer. So again, to truly, you know, hustle, let's call it, you know, hustle in balance, you know, hustle in this department, that department, that department in balance all through your business cycle so that then you can gradually rise to the top in a balanced way, not tipsawing and sliding around and, you know, crashing up and down and all that. I absolutely love that, man. I mean, to be honest, I know. I had an idea, but I've never actually looked for the word hustle. So I found it very interesting to to listen to the real meaning. And, you know, I know I know a lot of people is proud to say, you know, I hustle. And there's a lot of other people that say I don't hustle. But, you know, I agree with you. I mean, the matter of whether you're a CEO or you are in the trenches, you're, you're doing the work. I mean, you're still thinking about right. it. You're still doing stuff. It's not like... 100% automatic because that's impossible. That would be not working on it at all. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the other part of hustle is you're going to charge money to people for providing them with a service where well, you better hustle and get that service done. You know, the, the delivery part, everybody now, you know, we're broadcasting social media, we're going live on Facebook, and now we're like shifting to, oh, we're going to build up our influencer, you know, our numbers and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But If you're going to then eventually have people, you know, pay you to do something, well, let's make sure you have that outlined. You know what the cost is. You know what the profit margins are. And you can do the work and deliver the work because it doesn't matter if you have millions of people following you. I know people that have a million followers on Facebook and they make nothing. There's like no monetization, you know, behind they're doing what they're doing because there's no business model. There's nothing to buy. There's nothing organized on the back end, you know, of it. So we also need to hustle and make sure that we get the work done that we're contracted to do when we have, you know, a client. Yes, I you know that that makes sense and hopefully all the listeners that are are listening to you right now, you know, they they love your message and they love what you're sharing because you're basically uh, you know, explaining to us what does it look like on the other side of the tunnel. You know, you've been in business for many, many years. So this is real insights, guys. You know, for everybody that is listening, you know, take this advice because comes from somebody that has made it through and, and saw the light and, and, you know, you're on the other side of the tunnel. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's amazing to be on the other side of the fence because as an employer, right, someone who hires other people to do things, it's a whole different ball game. And there are some rules. They're going in, I'm coming out with a new book. It's called Spiraling Upward. And it's going to premiere at Stern Storming Live 2 at the end of September uh, here in Denver, which is my three-day workshop. But one of the things, I, there's three things that I, three or four things that I talk about in it. So with work, there's two things. If you work for somebody else, show up on time, big deal. Like, don't be late ever, right? And be nice to people. If you can keep those two things going, you can practically survive at any job. The other thing that I always, that I, that I've learned is a phrase that says it pays the same. So sometimes you might have nothing to do at work or the, the words disorganized or whatever. Guess what? You still show up on time. You still be nice to people and you still, you know, get the work done that you're supposed to do because it pays the same. And now in this world of being an entrepreneur and all that, 95% of the, the no like and trust factor, the establishing the authority in our brand and all that is in our personality, is in us, you know, being kind to people, showing gratitude to other people, you know, helping other people out, being a connector of people too. You know, that's all a really important factor in, in our hustle, quote unquote, you know, to be someone and to get out there and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, totally agree with you. You know, that's, It's a, like you said, it's a different, it's a different world when you're on the other side of the fence and you look at everything different and, and not only that, but you do things very differently. You know, now the future depends on you rather than just a few tasks depending on you. So it's a whole different thing. I agree with you with that, man. And through, through your journey of, you know, developing yourself, developing your companies, finding that, that niche that you're trying to fulfill, 
mm-hmm. on those on those uh, you know ups and downs, have you ever had that thought of okay, well, I'm working too hard and I don't think it's worth it anymore. Should I just quit and just go get a job? Did, did that thought ever oh, cross yeah. your mind? Oh, most definitely. So uh, when I was in Kansas, I lived in Kansas for a while in a small town. And I was working for a brilliant guy named Greg Lohafner who does um, Market Data Inc. It's an ASP program that we would call it an app today. You know, back then it wasn't, we didn't really know. We didn't have apps. But, <laughs> right. But this was, well, no, this was like 2006 to 2008. So um, uh, he has a thing called Market Data Inc. And he said, "What? wait, what was the question again? Ask me the question again. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had that, those moments? Yes. That you wanted to quit. Yeah. Yes. Now, what I said, what I asked Greg was, is this worth it, you know, to dedicate yourself to running your own business? And this is what he told me. He says, yes, because there is no cap. What that means is a salary cap. Some people work at a corporation. I don't care if they're marketing or they're a checkout person at Walmart or they're a manager at a Radio Shack or Radio Shack's closed down. I'm dating myself. <laughs> yes. Yeah, whatever. I'm so old. But, but there's always a cap, right? There's a cap to how much a CEO, even a CEO of a corporate, whatever, you know, gets paid. With your own business, there is no cap. You are capable of expanding and bringing in as many clients or as much money and all that kind of stuff as you want. In reverse, you can't overwork yourself. I mean, yeah, there's been times when uh, I'll fall asleep in my chair at my office, you know, just zonked out because I just have busted a rear to, you know, work so much and hustle. You know, you get all the work done and stuff. So there's been many times, but there's a point where that kind of gets it to this point and then goes like, whoosh, like we made it to the, we made the climb and now we can just coast, you know, and you just soar. And you'll know when that point is in marketing your business and in, and in working, you know, I, whatever you do in digital marketing or, you know, whatever service you provide, you'll know when that is, when there is no turning back, you'll never have to get another day job again. Uh, you'll know when that point is. And it just comes a point when it's kind of funny when people are connecting to you and people are meeting you and, and they know you, you know, they know you already. Another big thing though, I want to talk about is I love to teach theater and articulation and pronunciation and great script writing, you know, to business people, because when you're on camera and you're doing your lives and all that, take some time beforehand to rehearse, to prepare, you know, so if you're, so if you come on your show and you're like, or any show or whatever, and you're saying, welcome to the, uh, basically, uh, we're here to, you know, like, uh, you know, it's kind of like, um, forget <laughs> it. I'm not watching it. Right. It's really funny. I always say, watch the evening news. I mean, watch Lester Holt, watch the, watch the anchors on CNN, uh, these people are professional, you know, speakers. Go see some public speaking. Go see people that are that are doing, you know, public speaking and how poised they are and how prepared they are and how articulate they are. Rehearse, right, what you're going to do, you know. And 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 yeah, like for instance, I'm stuck on this live video because everybody's doing live videos. Um, uh, there is something to be said for putting up time and effort into the production. So here's another thing. So I used to be a voiceover actor, like I was the voice of Scooter Computer, and I used to do radio commercials and all that kind of stuff. So when you get a script for a radio commercial, or I write a play or a screenplay, you write into the script, pause. And you like to pause, you know, to stop talking for a second. You also uh, underline or circle certain key words. So there's a difference between saying sternstorming is the greatest thing, it's a really good brainstorming session, and Sternstorming is a brainstorming session where we, you know, where you're being expressive right. and you're pausing and performing, you know, the words. So that's important too in this world of where there is no privacy and we're all <laughs> out there on Facebook every day posting every single thing that happens in our lives. You know, there's that part of it too where we where we should be paying attention to how poised and professional and and articulate and all that that we are. I love that man, and and I I found I think I found that the the hard way, you know, the first couple of Facebook lives that I did, you know, because for me when for when I when I hear you know Facebook live for me is like improvisation, it's like just jump on the on the on the camera and start talking, but I swear as soon as you you hit that go live button, your mind blanks, 
Like I, I forgot, uh, yeah. I forgot everything. Like what, what am I going to say? I forgot. So I start getting nervous yeah. and, and you know, the first couple two, I would say two or three were horrendous. I mean, it's like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> well, even when I'm shooting video of a client, you know, a business client who isn't necessarily an actor or a public speaker or any of that, it always takes a few takes you know, to get into, you know, what you're going to do or what you're going to say and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it is good to, you know, rehearse and prepare, you know, for what you're going to do. As, as you hear said all over the place, you know, provide content, provide good content. Like, don't wait, you know, get out there and show your value. Well, what is the value? Let's, let's at least have a, you know, a bulleted list or something or some, you know, what written out first, you know, beforehand to do it. Great media well, here's another one. So people are, I hate this. So people are talking about ADD all the time. And, it, you know, we have no, we have such a short attention span because there's so much, you know, stuff out there. Or, you know, we have ADD, like it's a real disease. And I say, and I'm not knocking anybody who has that, but, but if I ask you, what is your favorite movie? I'm asking you, what is your favorite movie, Christian? Uh, Star Wars. That, just like me. Okay. So when you watch Star Wars, do you watch the whole thing or do you watch 10 minutes and go, oh, I've got a short attention span? Um, I usually try to watch the whole thing. You watch the whole thing, yeah. right? You're captivated by it. The new series of, you know, you watch the whole thing. Game of Thrones, people are into that. They're glued to the screen for two hours, you know, an episode. So what's the difference, right? Well, it's a great story. It takes us to a place we've never been. It has hope in it, it has music, it has da 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 right? It's a great story. It's great content. And that did not just go by the improvisational, you know, just put it slapped it together in two seconds. There's lots that goes into the production of something like that. So I don't think we have a short attention span. I think most content out there is crap, <laughs> right? Boring, it makes sense, man. Crap. Right. Not good. So therefore, we're skipping past it because it's just crap or it's the same thing we've seen before. Or it's just, you know, more of the same. So your originality, your content, your poise, your your diction, your pronunciation. Uh, if you're gonna, if you're doing YouTube videos, I you know created 120 YouTube videos for a local auto mechanic here. I used Adobe After Effects and background music and all this, and we did you know 127 YouTube videos for this guy fixing all these different types of cars, and now he dominates the local market. But you know that took us 30 to 20 to 30 hours a week. You know, he only had to spend two hours a week with me filming it. And then I spent a lot of time like in the production video, in the YouTube, in the tagging and all that to, again, produce, you know, this online media. There's a lot more to it than just I talked for five minutes. Yeah, done. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I can I can just think of a bunch of people that I've joined their Facebook live because I was expecting something good. And, you know, they they mm -hmm. waste five to 10 minutes just saying hi to everybody that joins. And, you know, they lost yeah. me. They lost me. So <laughs> they lost right away. Right. Exactly. So what I would say to you, Christian, is and your hustle, right, is keep going with this show. And then also, though, make sure that you're taking notes on what these hustlers have said because you can compile that together. You can make that into a book. You can make that into an online course. You can make that into something. So always have a plan, have a plan, I'm telling you, you know, to monetize this, to, to put this, you know, out bigger. And then also, you know, sponsors. A lot of people say, um, one thing that I teach people is assume the sale. You can act and pretend. My friend Mythica Von Griffin, she's a famous body painter from Skin Wars. She's speaking at Stern Storming Live 2-2 here at the end of September. And she's writing a book called The Power of Pretend. Because when she was down and out and didn't have much, she said, well, I'm going to pretend that I do. I'm going to walk around like I am making money. I'm going to talk to people like I'm making money. I'm going to, you know, act like, you know, I have a successful body painting business and people pay me a lot of money for this. Your stature your attitude, your posture, your presentation, the way you speak about it, people go, oh, yeah, of course I'll pay you. This is, you know, <laughs> this exists already. So you assume the sale. So why not, like, I uh, met the guy from Akron Mounts, Akron Mounts, right? And he gave me a promo code. And now if I, whenever I go live, I say sponsored by, you know, Akron Mounts. You know, here's your discount code. Now, 
Did they sign a big contract with me? Are they paying me to sponsor my live broadcast? No, I'm an affiliate of theirs, but still I can present it as I have a sponsor. So if there's something else out there, you know, Christian, that you like or you have an affiliate code for or something like that, say this episode is sponsored by something or other. Nobody's going to knock you. You know what I'm saying? For giving right. them free visit. Then what happens is you do that consistently from the beginning. People say, oh, my gosh, she's got sponsors and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Can I sponsor it? Right? And then you're going right. to say, yes. And guess what? Be prepared with your spreadsheet or your PDF file with the lists of you can sponsor an episode, a segment, a, 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 whatever it is. Make it up. Nothing existed. Cars, water faucets, domesticated cats. That's my cat you hear in the background meowing. <laughs> Uh, none of that existed until someone imagined it, right? right? And then it was. I mean, look at Walt Disney and, and all the things that, you know, Disney has created and all that. It didn't exist and then it exists. So if you want to have a podcast that has sponsors, well, then make a podcast that has sponsors. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, it just right. exists. Yes. It didn't exist before. So there is your hustle, Right. Combining your imagination, your creativity, a little bit of rehearsal and tact. Right. And business sense to scope out and architect something that then not only just, you know, is there and exists, but gets people excited and gets people to know, yeah, this is a real business and this is really something that I should be, you know, a part of. I love it, man. Yes, I, you know, I'm taking note here, and good thing is that I'm, re <laughs> uh, I'm recording you, so I can watch it. I can watch this and over and over. But I mean, you've, you know, you've come a long way, and you've done great things, and you've basically mastered the theatrical marketing, you know, a new, a new thing for me at least. But you know, what, what did you, did you have some challenges trying to overcome, trying to figure out how to bring everything together, how to basically come up with what your, you know, your, your products, your, because you're not selling just the social media management or you're not selling just the website, right? You're, you're selling a whole different, a whole different thing. So do you right. have any struggles trying to figure that out? Like we're saying, you know, try to monetize what you're, what you want to do. Do you have any struggles doing that? Well, yeah. I mean, I always say, you know, it took me 20 years, you know, 1996 to 2016 is 20 years you know, of starting and stopping and changing. And when I lived in Las Vegas, I uh, was a college professor at the Art Institute of Las Vegas. I was, uh, I sold timeshares. I actually worked with the guy who was an excellent salesman. And he got, he was, um, uh, taught me all about how to sell, which is when you're selling and you're talking about it, no, don't ever say the word think, right? Don't always say the word feel. Like, are you excited? How do you feel about it? I feel great. Because at the end, no one's going to go home and say, well, I have to go home and feel about this for a little while, right? But if you could keep telling them, what do you think? What do you think? Because we buy, you know, through emotion and all that. So so struggle-wise, I mean, I'm I'm deaf in one ear. I have a sensory neural hearing loss. Uh, when I was born, I seizured very badly when I was born. Uh, they thought I was going to be a vegetable. I found out at age 43, about a couple of years ago that I actually had brain damage from when I was born. I have a squashed pituitary gland. So every two weeks I have to get a shot, you know, testosterone that like made me crazy bipolar, like through my twenties and into my thirties and all that kind of stuff. Uh, my father was older than my mother. He passed away in, um, in, uh, 1996. Um, uh, my mom got ovarian cancer, uh, in 2002 and passed away or in 1998 and then passed away in 2002. You know, so I always say I'm unsupervised, but I'm ching. <laughs> I have no, uh, I have no parents. Uh, so yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, we're, we're all given this package deal. It's called a life, right? And that life is going to be filled with happiness and joy and triumph. And it's going to be filled with tragedy and trials and tribulations and all kinds of, you know, horrible things, you know, too. So, but, but here's what it is. If you went to the movie theater And we watched the Christian Hustle Show movie. And all it was was you being happy on these podcasts with these super successful people. And everybody was happy and everybody was successful. And they were just talking about how much money they have now. And woo, it would be the most boring gosh darn thing I ever saw. Right? I agree. Why do we love Star Wars? Why do we love Star Wars? The princess gets captured. The evil guy in the dungeon. They got to go in and save her. You know, they almost they can't get out. How the heck are they going to get out? How's the guy going to get the tractor beam? You know, what's going to happen? You know, a drama and other people say this they don't want drama in their lives i say bring on the drama 
I mean, I did a, a live broadcast where I'm, I'm writing my book and I wrote the part about where my mom dies. I kind of relived that, which I haven't thought about in a while. And I was in tears, you know, I was writing it one, that morning. And later on that morning, I went on live Facebook and I talked about it and I broke down on camera. And and believe it or not, you know, some people bought tickets to my event and I have a new client who actually is a lady who has a mom who lost her mom. I mean, you, it's OK to be vulnerable, you know, to 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 show the true you and to talk about the trials and tribulations that you've been through. But we don't want to do that in a what do you want to call it? Um, pity me or, you know, kind of way that's that's just, you know, doing it to do it or to cause, you know trials and tribulations, but we all love uh, a, a triumph story. And that's where we're all at. You know, we're, we are all going to triumph again, you know, we're, and, and we're all going to triumph in the end because guess what? Tomorrow the sun rises again. All we are is just mammals spinning around on a rock, you know, in the universe. All we have, all we have is a certain limited day, a number of days. We're going to eat, sleep, hopefully love someone and, uh, you know, maybe drive around in the car or, you know, whatever. That, that's it. That's all we do is exist for a certain amount length of time. So it's your choice every day when you get up. Well, how are you going? What are you going to do? So with money, for instance, oh, my gosh, have you ever been broke? Five dollars in the bank? Been broke a lot of times. Goes up, goes down, whatever. What I finally realized was that and I say to myself, just make more. Right. Money is energy. Right. What you put out there into the world. Right. Is 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 energy and money that then you get back. So when someone pays you for something, it's like they've stored up their energy and they're giving it to you and saying, OK, I want you to use it, you know, to like market my business or do what I have to do. So there's that constant exchange and that constant flow. And there's always a new opportunity in your deepest, darkest hour or whatever. You know, there's there's always the phone's going to ring the next day and you'll be off and running, you know, with whatever you do. But. Again, it's like consistency and persistence and experimentation. You know, you're going to screw it up. You're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to turn on your first live and go, um, <laughs> hi, guys. Welcome. Where the heck did I fall? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, crap. What right. am I going to talk about? Oh, yeah. We're experiencing technical difficulties, you know, <laughs> turn it off or something. Uh, we're all going to, you know, uh, screw up and all that kind of stuff. but. But but the, the main thing is to just stay true uh, to yourself, uh, to keep to keep always pushing forward. I always say to all you young guys that are, you know, here at your age. I mean, I had a big VHS camera. We used to do stop motion animation with our Legos, you know, in Florida. Like that's that was the technology, you know, at the time, the technology and stuff that you guys have is just incredible. You can make any of your dreams come through, but just be consistent with it. You want to have the hustle show. And you want to really get people to talk, you know, show people what the work, it's called a work ethic, really. Like what, what a real work ethic is that makes these certain people successful. Because there's all this crap around about how, well, you know, the, the four hour work week or you have to outsource everything. And da, da, da. Yeah, but you have to have a work ethic. You have to know, you have to have a work ethic where someone tells you to do something, you know how to do it, present it, articulate it whatever, email it, Snapchat it, whatever it is that you do um, and do that in a way that is really, really professional. That's 99.9% of the battle, you know, show up, deliver and be nice to people. Yes. I like to talk a lot. Yeah. No, I like it, man. I like it. You're sharing some really cool insights to everybody that is listening, you know, especially yeah. the, you know, trying to, especially with the money. I mean, you know, with the money, with the, with the show, you know, it's, It's all been probably, you know, I've been, I, I, I would say I've had more, you know, bad days than better days. And the, the right. show, the, the idea of the show actually came in one of my worst days ever. And look at me now. I mean, I, I decided to take the energy and, okay, let's reuse it for something better than just complain. Yeah. And you're getting connected. So when you post these videos, right, you tag those famous people, you tag their pages, you, You compliment them. You write a summary of what it is. You can take each one of these shows and have it fully transcribed. This is what no one does. And put it out as a full video blog right on WordPress with all the words of everything transcribed on it. Then you have hustle and hustle show and entrepreneurship and all that kind of stuff in there. And you start building your SEO at the same time. Right. You know, here, yes. getting like everybody yes. does like one thing. Like I'm going to podcast over here. Okay. Well, if you created media, you can 
You also put it here, put it there, put it there. Yeah, you know, SEO it there and Facebook it over here and whatever. You know, <laughs> like make a system behind it, and then also you know keep in touch with all these amazing people that you have done the done your shows with because you never know they might want to come back and sponsor it or they're coming out with a new album and they want to you know come back and talk to you again or you might have a fee for that eventually you know there you go right and you know it's something very exciting for me it's it's i discovered that it was my passion and, and that's why we're doing it but the amazing yeah. connections i mean the opportunity to meet you man i mean this would have never happened if i didn't start the show i mean it's you know black and white right Exactly. So we connected because uh, the other gentleman that I'm on on his show Thursday about losing your parents and uh, and surviving and all that. And and I'll tell you, you know, be bold. Go ahead and send that friend request. You know, I mean, <laughs> I do it all the way up and down the pike. You know, I'll, I'll click add friend Tony Robbins and you know Tony Robbins and Bill Gates. I mean, you never know. Maybe the guy wants to be my friend. I mean, you're not going to get anywhere by hiding. You're not going to get anywhere by being timid. So I appreciate the fact that Christian, that you're being bold, you're being out there, you're making these big connections. You're saying, "I'm gonna." You got a great brand, you got a great name for the show. People know what hustling is, and and hustling, you know, it's like there's something like in us, and it's our inner pride. You have this, right? It's your inner value that you know is there. That that's what drives you. Your hustle is really in your soul. That is that thing that's going. Come on, we're gonna. We're gonna I know this is gonna work. And that's really your hustle. Yes, exactly, man. So with all the people that you've come and go with, work with, clients, friends, everything that you've seen, what do you think is the biggest mistake that they're doing out there as far as their content? I'm eager to hear that. Uh, okay. Uh, well, there's a couple. One is uh, they're buying the tool before they make the content. So there's <laughs> lots of platforms like Infusionsoft and HubSpot or even MailChimp and Aweber and you know these tools where you can make stuff, you know, And they go to these seminars and they give them a template, a blank, you know, campaigns to make a webinar and da, 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 da. I say, okay, but then what's, what's your webinar going to be about? What are you going to talk about? What are the follow-up emails? Have you written any of that? No. Okay. So then we're stuck playing with these toys, right? We always think that it's a new technology or the new toy that's going to help us with our business. But really what, what really needs to come first is again, I always say, write the book, then design the cover. We have to have the the background basis of what is our service, who would like it, how do we express that, what media are we going to create, all that kind of stuff first, and what our business model is and our profit model. Then we can turn around and start seeing, well, what tool works for it or what fits with our budget and all that. So um, that's the first thing. And that's really the biggest, the biggest part that I always, you know, get on my soapbox and talk about is that market yourself by the benefit of what you do and also that your knowledge about whatever it is that you do like now you can talk about how to run a podcast how to set up a podcast how to how to record it on zoom all this kind of stuff other people that you take for granted you're like everybody knows this no they don't they don't you are a gift to the world and the, th the other part of the stern storming process that i go through is as you're rambling off this stuff you know that you're rolling your eyes like whatever i'm saying are you kidding me? Like, no one knows that. Like, we have to write a blog about this and a video about that and, da, 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 and on and on and on. So um, I think that's the biggest uh, um, mistake is that everything that happens to you is a great marketing campaign. Your best marketing is already inside of you. It's that story that you're always telling your brother-in-law and maybe a few of your clients or something, but you're, but you're not broadcasting that. You're not wrapping that in a package and putting it out there. Yes. And I see that all the time. I mean, I'm, I meet, I meet, uh, you know, even before the show, I was passionate about trying to meet people and, and seeing, hearing their story, not to share it, but just hear it. You know, why are they more successful than me? What are they doing? What am I not doing? And I kept running into people that they do crazy well with whatever, you know, Shopify, e-commerce, you know, there's a gazillion guys doing really well. But then it's like, nobody knows them. They're not posting anything. They're not building their brand. Yeah, but you know, they're not doing anything. So it doesn't, Christian, don't look at other people's stuff. Who gives a client crap about anybody else? You're here on this earth. You want to achieve something. You set your goal and you put out what you are putting out. That's it. That's, that's it. Focus on that and do that, right, in the way that you're doing it. 
and the success that you have will come to you. Now, your success and your brand of success or what you define success as whatever is different than what somebody else does. But as long as, you know, our ultimate goal is to do what we love and do what's in our heart. And somebody sees that and goes, wow, I have all this stored up energy, this money. And I see this that you're doing and I, and I want to give you that so you can you can use that energy, that money, right, that I've saved up to do it. But uh, this this compare, you know, high school never ends. You know, the jocks are over there, the nerds are over there, the, you know, the clicky girls are over there, the theater geeks are over there. Who cares? I once had a kid write my yearbook. I was never I was not popular in high school. I was in the high school musical and stuff, but I was but I was already performing in New York City. So I had a, I had a job. You know, when I was in junior high school, I was the voice of a national nationwide cartoon character. So, boy, did I get, you know, made fun of and bullied and all that kind of stuff in school. But somebody, his name was Brandon, wrote in my yearbook. I, yeah, I knew him. We were like good friends. And he wrote, he said, I always admired you because you never gave a crap about what anyone else thought about you or said about you. You just 100 percent were just oblivious to any of it that went on. And that's how I am today. I mean, there's, you got to be bold. You got to be persistent and people are going to be scared of you. People are going to say, Oh, you're, you're being pushy. You know, you're why? Oh. And that's just because they're scared. <laughs> right. Get it. So you, right. you move on to somebody else. I mean, the, and, and, and you know, the songs that go, you know, one day they'll all be calling me up to, to ride in my Mercedes, you know, around town, all the haters and the people that hate me right now and all that. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's it, Christian. And you're right. already, who did you just interview? Some famous musician? You're already into, you're interviewing me. I mean, you're already getting connected into this world. Go up, look up, you know, keep connecting upwards, right? You got to me, not downward. Like, keep going up and up and up and up. And uh, the world has to catch up to you, Christian. You're, you're, you're young and talented and amazing, and here you're already doing this. So do it. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate the words. They mean a lot. And just, you know, I'm very inspired with your story and with you've, everything that you've achieved, man. I'm being very proud of, of all the work. And even though you're 20 years in the making, I still believe that there's a lot of success where you're headed. And I know you're about to explode big, man. Well, I'm the, I'm the older brother. So I say my younger brother, I was the prototype. You know, the one with all the problems. <laughs> right. My little brother, they fixed it all and he was fine. One funny thing is, so I would have, my dad would yell at me. And say, you know, you have a know-it-all attitude. You can't talk to us like, yeah, I was being a brat, you know. And then, so then my brother, six years later, would be so much bad, like talking back to my parents, being really rude. And they would say, well, this is just part of natural childhood development at that age. <laughs> and I'd be like, what? Are you kidding me? You're letting him get away with that? You know, so I'm, you know, I'm the older brother. But, you know. Just keep doing, just keep doing what you're doing and explore other options. Say, look, maybe this could be an inspirational book, you know, how to hustle, what hustle really means to these top people or whatever, you know, and take everybody's definition of hustle out. And <clears throat> another thing is too, when, as you're doing the show, like ask the same question of everybody, right? Just one, not the whole thing, but one, like what, how do you define, what is your definition of hustle? So then you get that and then you can have a book or a whole thing that says, you know, here's Bill Gates to this thing, to the whatever, all these different famous people, musicians and entrepreneurs with what their definition of hustle is or, you know, having a work ethic or something. I'm just coaching. Right, right. But that's that's so funny because actually I was about to say we're going to we're going to change gears and we're going to get into that section of the show. <laughs> So, so I, I love that, man. So the next section is the hustle round, actually. So it's basically where, right. I, where I throw a word at you and you're going to give back to me one word, whatever comes to mind with whatever I oh say. So, okay. you know, try to try to stick to one word. It's hard, but try it. All right. Okay. Ready? Yes. So your favorite word is the first one. Hustle. Work ethic. Work. Efficiently. Employee. Pain in the rear. <laughs> That's all good, man. Boss. Me. Rules. What is it? Rules. Broken. College. Degree. Important. Get one, kids. <laughs> Fear. Fear. Conquer. Weakness. Strength. Motivation. Monday. And last but not least, books. Read. A awesome. lot of them. Awesome, kids. man. Hey, did you do pretty well there. <laughs> You look, you look a little stressed there. Yeah. 
I was like, pain in the rear. <laughs> Ever again, Christian. Thank you. Yeah, no, it, it's all good, man. And like I said, you know, I'm very grateful. And, you know, for everybody that all the hustlers that are listening to us right now, I would love if you could share a hustling quote for them to keep them motivated. Maybe they're on the fence and trying to quit their job or maybe they already started their passionate business and but they're not there yet. So what would you say to them to keep pushing and to keep them motivate them? Well, I would say that you are a gift to the world. And the experiences that you've had, other people need to hear. So don't be afraid to tell your story and be vulnerable and help others by giving of your knowledge and your gifts because you are a gift to the world. Yes, I love that, man. I love that gold nugget there. All right. So before we leave, any way that people can connect with you, follow you and just, you know, stay in touch with you or maybe they need help with all the craziness of social media. You know, it's it's sometimes it's overwhelming and, you know, oh, entrepreneurs, yeah. entrepreneurs need help. So is there any way that they can connect with you? Well, I will offer all of your uh, listeners and viewers out there a complimentary half hour with me, uh, a stern storming session. Uh, they can find out more about that at sternstorming.com. They can find me all over, you know, Facebook, on, on Instagram at sternstorming, on Twitter at sternstorming. Just follow me, message me. I'm sure you'll be able to find me somewhere because I'm out on all those platforms. But anybody you want, I mean, I'm an open book when it comes to digital marketing. I mean, I just, I'll lay the beans out and tell you how to do it, you know, step by step. So anybody out there wants to connect with me and, and have a little sternstorming time with me is more than welcome. And please do. Fly to Denver, September 23rd, 24th, and 25th, and come to Stern Storming Live. It's at sternstormingalive.com. We've got Anastasia Button, Faith Young, Mythica, Dan Fowler, uh, Leela, all these amazing speakers are coming, and we're going to move you forward. So if you want to come experience all this Stern Storming stuff live here in Denver, come here at the end of September. Sweet. And I'll make sure that we link all this into the show notes too, man, at thehustleshow.co slash THS14, where they'll find, you know, everybody that is listening, they'll find a link to connect with you and everything that you're doing so they can get their free session. I'm very excited for that. Exactly. Thank you so much. So there you have it. Daryl Stern from sternstorming.com. Isn't he amazing? He's a really Jedi master when it comes to content and, and giving it a twist with the theatrical background that he has. And I think that right now is the perfect moment to hit that subscribe button right now. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel or if you are listening to our podcast audio experience, just hit that subscribe button. It's going to help us tremendously to get our message across to other people so that other people can find our show and find the motivation that we're putting out there and all the hustling and all the hard work that we're doing to create all these interviews and and videos and audios and all the motivational content we're putting together. If you hit the subscribe button, you're going to allow other people to find it and you're going to keep us going and keep us pushing harder, okay? I hope you tune in on Thursday for our next episode as we have another amazing inspirational story for you, okay? Keep hustling. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no-filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola.